Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. Cruise mornings with Stacy and Clayton. You know how most of the time you can tell a news article is good or bad just by the headline, right? That's the job of the headline. It's to pretty much summarize the whole story in one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, this headline, though, it's one of those rare instances where you have no idea if it's good news or bad news just based on the headline here. Report shows Saskatoon ranked 19th most expensive city to rent in Canada. Yay? <laughs> is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. When you read the meat and potatoes of the article, uh, it was done out of 23 cities. There you go. So, pretty good. Yay, I, I guess yay us. Like Saskatoon, we're getting pretty big, mm-hmm. right? Biggest city in the province. And for us to be a pretty major city and sit 19th out of 23 on low rent prices, good for us. It makes you feel good, I guess. But then, like, what is, we're 19th, what's spot 15 like? Is it $10 different than us, yeah, you know? Basically, right? Anyway. It's, it's not that big of a difference between 19 and 10. Like, between number one and number 23, there is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Obviously, number one, good old Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver, you're always there to make us feel better about the price of our stuff, right? $2,190. That's the average price of a uh, one-bedroom apartment. $1,200 more than here-ish. That's crazy. In Saskatoon, by the way, the average price, one-bedroom, $990. Yeah. And that's an increase of 6.5% from last year. $990 seems very high. Like we, We've been sitting here being like, yeah, rent is so cheap here, comparatively speaking, because it's not. Well, and the thing is, whenever I hear about rent prices, I automatically think back to my first apartment, my one-bedroom, yeah. which was right smack on the corner of Ruth and St. Henry, the cutest little building, very spacious cement building. It was quiet. It was wonderful. And it was 475 bucks. That'll get you a shed now. And that was in 2001. So that's like, you know, 21 years ago. A long time it's ago. It's not an exaggeration, by the way. I mean a literal shed. Not just a small, tiny apartment. No, a shed in someone's backyard. That's all well, 475 would get you. 475 won't even get you, I don't think, like a room in someone's no. basement right now. And I had a whole wonderful apartment. It wouldn't even get you like one of those unfinished basements. Here's a, a couple sheet. sheets to hang up <laughs> rooms. That wouldn't even get you that now. Like, I remember when I first moved out, now this is different. I lived in a house with seven football guys. Oh, God. Because I moved to BC out of high school to go play football. Rent was like 200 bucks. Well, group renting is the best. Oh, man. If you can stand living with, you know, six yeah. or seven other people, you are definitely saving money. How much was the gas bill this month, guys? Well, spit it all up. 11 bucks. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Variety that rocks, 96.3. Cruise FM, still got it. Still got it. Okay. Cruise mornings with Stacy and Clayton. Uh, for the next two weeks, maybe even three weeks, uh, don't wear any clothes that you like. Don't wear any nice clothes. Just wear your backup clothes. We all have backup clothes, right? Why? What's wrong? It's so gross out in Saskatoon right now. Everything is muddy. Everything is wet. Are you falling down a lot? <laughs> Yeah. What's your deal? You try walking... Don't wear pants you like in case you fall. You try walking a blind two-and-a-half-year-old chocolate Labrador in these conditions. Because it goes from super wet, puddly, and muddy. I don't know if puddly's a word, but it is now. And then it goes to, oh, 
ice for the next four blocks. Can I just quickly ask you what kind of shoes you're wearing while you're walking your beautiful little pups? I am wearing boots. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're wearing those beige silk no, I'm not. shoes of no, yours. No, I'm not. I'm wearing my boots. I got my walking boots. They're not my white Sorrells. I only bring those out when it's serious. Okay. <laughs> when, you know I mean business when I got the white Sorrells on, but I got like these, uh, I don't know, there's normal black boots that, okay. I, that I walk So you're not with. wearing your little low beige no, shoes? No, I'm not wearing slip-ons to walk my dog okay just checking <laughs> grow up <laughs> but it's just it's so hard to walk your dog anywhere now off-leash dog parks obviously not bad but those are even they're just so muddy and gross like the bottom of your pants get wrecked uh, your shoes yeah. get wrecked uh, cars splash in you as well like if you're a pedestrian taking the bus whatever That's watch out something else to note not even a pedestrian as yeah. a driver just oh. be considerate of those puddles slow it down yeah uh, we're not saying like slow it down to 10 but just like if you're going 50, just a quick pump on the brakes. It could be the difference between someone getting splashed or someone staying dry. Well, yeah. If you see somebody on a sidewalk, look ahead and see if there's a puddle mm-hmm. and just put two and two together. But it's just it's just so gross. The next three yeah, weeks. This, t- this time of year yeah. is like spring's puberty. Do not tell your friends to visit Saskatoon right now. <laughs> no. Like, if you have friends from Edmonton, no. This is come in May. It's beautiful. It's still beautiful now. It's just so wet. It's just dirty. Everything is wet, but also everything is slippery. But at the same time, mm-hmm. everything's also muddy. And dry. How was that possible? First day of spring is on Sunday in just four days. It's going to be great. It feels like spring already. We have plus temperatures. It's fantastic. Everyone in Saskatoon knows it's not officially spring until the Dairy Queen on 8th Street opens up for the year. Let's keep our eyes peeled. Everyone knows that's the official start to spring. Sorry, calendar. Yeah, sorry. But we don't listen to your rules, okay? We listen to the Dairy Queen on 8th Street. Um, Along with that, sometimes people go ahead with the old spring clean. My parents always used to do it. My grandma would do it. And they talked about how great it was and how good it felt to, you know, give the house a deep clean. It sounds like a nightmare to me. But it's funny. In some countries, it's actually like spring cleaning is a cultural thing. Some countries celebrate it with festivals and specific foods. They actually, the translation of this one place in Persia is the shaking of the house. Like everybody does it they clean their houses it starts things fresh and i like that idea but i just i I don't know i'm not a spring cleaner wow it sounds like a fun festival let's pack our bags and go and clean the clean festival (laughs) (laughs) boring are you kidding (laughs) i mean that's a i mean the marketing department behind that good on you i I mean hey tourism everyone everyone hates cleaning how are we gonna make this fun let's turn it into a festival add some food okay <laughs> why not um to quote michael scott i do my spring cleaning in the winter because then guess what you don't have to do in the spring <laughs> <laughs> well and i like to clean my mom used that line all the time let's get our spring cleaning done early no spring cleaning is just a phrase <laughs> and it's meant to be done in the spring yeah. Come on, let's face it but i do my cleaning where i feel like i do a good enough job on a regular basis that I don't need to spring clean, but at the same time, I could not tell you the last time I moved the stove. I think it was when we painted, when we See, moved in. Those are the things you do when you spring clean. Like when I hear spring cleaning, yeah. I think heavy duty clean. Moving things. Lately, I've been doing one hour of cleaning a day. Just little oh, things. Like, okay, let's, let's do the baseboards today. Okay, let's do the kitchen floor today. Let's do the staircase today. Let's do other little things today. So you do one little thing, stay on top of it. Yeah. I find you're, you're on it. Definitely. But 
the spring cleaning, that's like moving the couch, vacuuming under there, doing all the big or things, like getting, in the the, blinds. getting in the attic, getting in the garage, doing like the, the stuff you've been putting off, the stuff that you go to clean your closet instead of doing. That's the spring cleaning stuff because everyone does that, right? Ah, I should really clean the garage. But first, I'll clean my closet. I'll organize my closet. Yeah. That's what every procrastinator does. The one I know I need to do is like clean out the cupboards, take all the stuff out of the cupboards because there's like a little bit of food crumbs in there and whatever. That's a thing I just can't. It's not a cupboard without a couple food crumbs, Stacey. I know. Come on. You are two and a half months away from becoming a father. How does that feel? Weird. Weird. It's so funny when, um, you know, someone gets pregnant and you, the first instance it's like, okay, nine months from now, a baby. Mm-hmm. But then the first, I don't know, four months, five months, it's just kind of like, whatever. Oh, they're a potato. And then when you start showing, it's that physical reminder all the time mm-hmm. of what is going to happen. And then that physical reminder gets bigger and bigger. And then time to when they get here is shorter and shorter. And then all of a sudden you get into this weird last trimester crunch time where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. And that's where you are right now. Do you remember (laughs) when when your first friend from high school got pregnant? And it's like, whoa. Yeah. They're having a kid? What's going on? Really? Them? <laughs> them? I've seen them jump naked into Lakeview Pond before, and now they're having a kid? Really? Yeah. That's me now. <laughs> I'm the kid. That guy? <laughs> I'm that guy. He's procreating? I mean, that, uh, I remember being there one time. Josh is having a Josh? Yeah. The Josh! I'm Josh. <laughs> I am the Josh. I am the Josh now. Uh, what I've been doing, though, is I've been going through a lot of our old segments, a lot of our old show prep, uh, to when you were pregnant with Fiona. Yeah. And a couple months after uh, you had Fiona, just to see what it was like, what we were talking about. Because I, I, I just hate the unknown. I hate not knowing what to expect. Because that's what everyone says. I can't help you with this because every baby's different. Every experience is different. I hate the unknown. So I'm, oh trying, to, I'm, trying, to look up, at, I'm trying to look at some of the things we were talking about to kind of prepare myself I came across this behind the scenes uh, that we did three years ago I know it's not Thursday I know we can't throw back whatever it's our show our rules I need to play this behind the scenes from when Stacy just had Fiona because it is it's the best behind the scenes well, I think about of like all time five mu- she would have been about five months yes. old so without further ado throwback Wednesday <laughs> ever wonder what happens when the microphones are off what do they do when the music is playing it's behind the scenes with Stacy and Clayton. I might just, yeah, I need to go pump. I just can't forget about that. Oh yeah, pump. That's right. I always forget about the pumping. <laughs> pump it up. Pump, pump the jam. Pump, pump it, it up. up. While your fetus. boobs are leaking. <laughs> sorry, that was gross. <laughs> you just ruined jock jams for me. I'm forever. sorry. <laughs> that was behind the scenes on Cruise Mornings. Here's the situation, Stacy. Uh, you're playing Kaiser, and it's the first hand of the game. You have a hand with the three of spades in it. You have the three of spades. What's your strategy? What's your three of spades strategy when it comes to Kaiser? You lost me when you said you're playing Kaiser, because I don't play Kaiser. You live in Saskatchewan. I live in Saskatchewan. Don't I, use the voice with me, madam. I play Dutch Blitz. Or canasta. See, it's not fun when someone uses the voice, hey? Um, Dutch Blitz, I've never, just like you with Kaiser, I've never played I, Dutch Someone Blitz. tried to explain Kaiser to me. and Tough game to explain. Oh. When you don't have the cards and you don't have a practice round, Kaiser, try to do that. It's impossible. 
It's so difficult. And it was being explained to me by a pe- like a group of hardcore Kaiser players. So I was just like, this is Greek to me. I do not understand what you're saying. Hardcore players are the worst for explaining things because they just go over like the little details. Like, oh yeah, so I play the five, so I have five now, which basically means I win. We can just go on to the next. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> huh? It was way too much for me. I don't, I don't like those kind of involved games. And yet Kaiser... Or sorry, Canasta. Mm-hmm. You play it with like five decks of cards. I never played Canasta either. It's really fun. There's a lot of like counting and stuff. Quite I heard enjoyable. it's like the anti-Kaiser. Like Kaiser, you take cards out of the deck. Like you only play with a limited amount of cards. Oh yeah, Canasta. And then Canasta is the opposite. You use all the cards. Yeah. yeah. And Dutch Blitz, super straightforward. It's just stacking and it's all about like speed. Okay. And I like those kind of speed games because. Oh, I can't fun. see. No, you lost me there. You lost me at the speed games because those stress me out. I crack under pressure. Oh, okay. Like, like in in a real life situation no i don't but in things that don't matter i crack under pressure what those yeah. cards uh, 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 i start to shake my palms get sweaty oh, that's the best part knees weak arms are heavy easy m&m qr codes i remember when that function on your phone came out it feels like so so long ago mm-hmm. and it was this weird thing that i just i never used um and then if you did use it it was confusing because you're like what is this space age technology I don't know what I'm doing. And then when uh, COVID came along and we started using, you know, paperless menus, QR codes became very popular again. Yeah. And I think a lot of people realized how easy they were to use. You literally take your camera and take a picture. Like, you just, you don't even have to press a button. Mm -hmm. You just hold it in front of the code. It scans itself. Boom, you're on the website looking at the menu. Because when you first see one of those things, it's just like this, this mystery square. Yeah. Like, what is this thing? You're Am like, I supposed huh? to be able to read? Is there a hidden image in there? <laughs> is this like one of those mazes that I have to finish with a pen? Like, well, I have exactly. to start and then go to the finish? What's going on here? No. Uh, the Blades use these QR codes a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm the annoying guy in between the whistles at the Blades games. And every Wednesday is Winning Wednesday at Sastel Center. So if the Blades win on a Wednesday, you get a free ticket to the next home game. Nice. Super cool idea. Um, they use QR codes now to give away those tickets because all the tickets at Sastel Center are now online. Right. So they made me like go on the Jumbotron and explain how easy it is to use, right? Because all you have to do is point your phone at the poster. Yeah. The poster has a square on it. Done. Yes. Right? That's it. Again, easy. Yeah. How many emails do you think the Blades get after Winning Wednesday? A lot. I couldn't get my tickets. Oh, <laughs> Again, you just got a point. For some people, it's tough, though, right? Some people, cell phones, they're just... Some people, believe it or not, got their brand new iPhone for the first time six months ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, some people are still new to cell phones and this whole technology thing, right? So it's not fair to just say, everyone knows how to do this. But once you do know how to do but it, you'll you, be like, oh, exa- oh seriously? Oh, man, that was embarrassing a few yeah. months ago. iPhone users, it's time for another update. Uh, 15.4 on the iOS system. That means nothing to me. My phone does it on its own, which is handy, so I don't have to... Before, it would just show you that you had that red notification on mm-hmm. your settings, and it would drive me crazy. And it's like, you need to update your phone. But then for some reason, I was like, I don't want to. And I would just ignore it and ignore it and ignore it. And now my phone just does it on its own when I plug in overnight, and that's fine. You know how when you go to the dentist, and the dentist makes you bad for not flossing? Like, he makes you feel bad? Yeah. Have you been flossing, Stacy? Yeah. Are you telling the truth? <laughs> no. They make you feel bad. You should be flossing. It's a little guilt trip. Whenever you go to, like, your cell phone provider or your cell phone's not working and you ask, like, the employee there, hey, it's not working. And yeah. you're like, well, did you, did you update the iOS system? Have you been system? updating your phone? Have you been updating your phone? 
No. That's you. Well, that it's the exact same situation, right? I never update my phone. I have an iPhone 8 still, by the way. I still have, because I, I, it was the last one with the button. Now yeah. they don't have the button anymore, I and I like pushing buttons. Half the reason I'm a radio DJ is because of buttons? all the buttons. Okay. And now that there's no button on there, I'm like, no, 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 I'm keeping this phone till you it can't. dies. That phone is a piece of absolute no. garbage. It's like, a, it's like a car when it's on its last legs, right? And you're like, no, I'm just driving this thing into the ground. I have no more payments on it, whatever. I'm just going to get every last ounce out of this car. Maybe I'll accidentally drop your phone. My phone, by the way, like it has like holes in it. There are like, in the screen, in the screen there are holes in the screen. I know. It, your phone <laughs> cuts my thumb every time me. I swipe. Your phone frustrates me more than it should, and that's not good. It's awesome. But I listen love to it. this: the newest update for like people who have the average phone um, has a new. When it comes to facial recognition, they'll now recognize your face if you're wearing a mask. Oh, which is a sign of the times. But also, too, what everyone cares about: new emojis. Do we really though? No. It always makes the news because emojis are, um, it's a great example of equality, right? Because <laughs> there used to just be like a boy and a girl emoji. And now there are emojis of all different skin colors and races. There are little pregnant men emojis mm-hmm. because you know what? Men can now have babies and it's bonkers how many different ones they have. Kidney beans. There is now a kidney beans emoji. Because I don't goodness. know how many times. Oh, man. I've been texting my girlfriends and I'm like, you know what? If only I had an emoji for kidney beans it would be so perfect right now there's now a playground slide emoji and again same situation i can't tell you how many times i've been sitting there texting the boys and i'm like oh man a playground slide emoji would be perfect right now Uh now oh i don't have to worry about that anymore i don't you like i think i use maybe five to ten emojis within that little you know how they show you the recent section that's usually all i use i got kissy face for my wife like the little kissy face emoji send her like 900 of those a day. That's the only emoji I really use. I just, I don't know. If, are we old because we don't use oh. emojis now? Is that what the kids are doing? Absolutely. Uh-huh. We're old for a lot of other reasons, though. Just not that one. <laughs> Cruise morning, Stacy and Clayton. The emoji discussion continues. Uh, new emojis, in case you're wondering. You probably weren't. But uh, there's a time and a place for emojis. I'll admit it. I use the odd emoji every once in a while. Of course you do. Uh, the kissy face with my wife. Love that one. Also, the poop emoji. It's just so good to use with it's, your friends. Sometimes it fits. You know what? It's immature. Sure. But I don't care. Is because it so immature? The it's- group chat with the friends, when someone's being an idiot, you just drop the poop emoji. Ha ha. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. They say, though, that, um, again, like this study has been done, I'm sure, ever since emojis started getting used. But they say you should refrain yourself from... Or refrain from using emojis in work emails because it makes you look. Well, yeah. And I quote, less powerful. Who's using emojis in work emails? I just like. Where do you work? <laughs> also, are you sending your work emails? You must be from your phone because I don't think we have emojis on our. Oh, you can download something that gets emojis on your computer, oh. and if you're taking it that far. Yeah, you need to reel it in. (laughs) Um, Like, we work at a radio station. A a fun atmosphere, right? If someone were to put emojis in our emails, it'd be like, pump the brakes, bud. Okay? This is a business. The thing is, like you said, time and place. Mm -hmm. If you're sending, like, hey, here's the corporate reports from last summer, Mm -hmm. and then you plunk in a lobster emoji. One of those emojis where the chart's going down. Just to <laughs> trying to make light of losing a lot of money. <laughs> well, because they even did studies that showed people responded better to, like, if a company was called Lotus, for instance, yeah. they responded better to the word Lotus rather than the image 
like a lotus flower, like a, a logo. Oh. So people like the words better than logos. Yeah. People like words better than emojis. Very true. I just, we all have the one friend, the one person in the workplace that just goes off on the emojis. And again, the odd smiley face emoji at the end of an email, I like that, right? That's fine. If it's like a staff association email or whatever, you're talking about the Johnson account and you're throwing in a thumbs up emoji. Yeah, it's just time and place. Scroll on the internet yesterday and this article just punches me right in the face. Ouch. 59 kitchen gizmos you just need right now. Gizmo? Yeah. That's annoying right there. You know what I found annoying? No one needs 59 kitchen gizmos. You need no. maybe three or four. No one has room for 59 gizmos. How much cupboard space do you have in your kitchen if you have all these little gizmos? Well, because the first gizmo on their list is an air fryer. That's an appliance. Those things take up a lot of space. Now, half this list is just normal things you would see in a kitchen. But we're talking like the avocado slicers. Like nope. the thing that's only shaped to slice an avocado. Yeah, that's And there's the apple needed. slicer thing where you push down on the apple and it cores the apple. See, that is handy. If you're making a ton of pies, uh-huh. definitely handy. Okay. But Who's like, making a ton of pies out there I every day? I don't make pies, so I don't need that gizmo. It's called a knife. It'll do. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing I don't like about these gizmos, right? I'm cheap. I'm frugal. So when I see these like, oh, it's a banana slicer. Well, this under the cabinet jar opener, it's called your hands. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, hands? Yeah. Who would have thunk it? It's just some of these, like, you can make a bunch of money if you think of a kitchen gizmo. Because those are great for as seen on TV yeah, and infomercials and stuff like that. When you're drunk at two in the morning watching infomercials, you you love these kitchen gizmos. You think you'll use it all the time. You never use them. <laughs> I remember the, and it's not a gizmo. This is more of an appliance. The magic bullet. The infomercial got me. Oh, yeah. When all the hungover party goers yeah. are with the one couple that somehow have all the energy in the world. Uh, it got me. I ordered it. I used it like 10 times. Kitchen gizmo seems so good. Well, like, there's this you know, and other one where it's a it's a separated lasagna pan, so you can make three different kinds of lasagna at once. It's one pan, right? And it has three different inserts. Yeah. And it's like, oh, lasagna pan. And it's like three times more than a normal pan. Just use three different pans. Or just make one lasagna. I just... And then this one, the dish squeegee. It's a squeegee so you can scrape the sauce off your plate. Oh, a sponge? No, you just turn the water on high and blast it off. Like a God. normal person. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.